Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 290, recorded at Big Dog Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is brought to you by Ace High Graphics. We print custom t-shirts, hats, hoodies, bags, and more using a low-impact, heat-infused printing process you can trust. Get a quote today at acehighgraphics.com. Mudpaw Design House. Do you have a website? Are you happy with its traffic? The answer is no. Get a free website SEO audit from Mudpaw Design at mudpawdesign.com slash free SEO audit. At some point in our lives, we all find ourselves facing a crossroads. When life leads you into the place of change and big decision, it's good to know you have a few herbal allies who will help you find your way forward. Today we're talking with Rhea Human, certified herbalist and health coach and owner of the Persistent Pestle Apothecary and Tea Shop about herbs for the crossroads. Now here are your hosts. I'm Candace Hunter. I'm Patrick Hunter. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Hey, Rhea, it's so good to have you back. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Can't wait to get into it. There's so much. Oh, gosh. I mean, when we first talked, gosh, it's like, what, been six or nine months? It's been a long mm-hmm. time. When we first talked, I had these ideas of where we'd all be, and I'm sure you did too. And it seems like we have hit so many points of change just in this little bit of time. Absolutely. I mean, with like the world at large and then in herbalist circles and then in our families, it's like everything is just cards in the air waiting to fall. Totally, totally. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about is the crossroads themselves. I mean, it used to be that people would, you know, I would, I would talk about being at the crossroads and I've been like the older people that I knew would be like, Oh yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. But my peers and people younger than me were all like, what, what's the crossroads? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's from that Eric Clapton song, right? That like my uncle listened to, you know? <laughs> and I thought it was where you made a deal with the devil. So, right. <laughs> Sometimes, just kidding. Yeah. Well, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it feels like that's exactly what it is when you're standing there. What sure. what what would you, how would you define the crossroads? So, man, I think so much when it comes to changes like this, the Wizard of Oz just makes sense in my brain. Okay, you, know, you can go this way. The scarecrow says, "You can go that way." And it's just like. You're standing there going, that way looks nicer. That way is scary, but it's paved. And it's a moment that you have to like look inside of yourself and like look for that internal compass. And sometimes it's just a lot because people are giving you directions and it doesn't feel right. So it's that moment of pause right before you make big decisions. That's how I frame it for myself anyway. Yeah. And there's always, I mean, there's things that always seem to come with it, like confusion. I mean, mm-hmm. exactly what you said, both ways, there there's, seems to be benefits to both ways. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it looks like there's an equal number of benefits in both yeah. directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, and as you, it seems like you get older, the crossroads get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Tell me yeah. about it. What's that? I said, tell me about it. It's right. not so much like who you're going to hang out with on Friday night. It's like, right. do I take time off to hang out with my family knowing I might have a pay cut? Like yeah. stuff is just bleh. Yes. Yes. The stakes keep getting higher or they, at least it feels like they keep getting higher. I mean, yeah. And a lot of and us. Then you can, 
Oh, go, no, ahead. I was just, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and then you can only hope that you learned enough from the last crossroad to make right. a better decision this time, you know? Right. And sometimes it feels like you're standing there going, this seems awfully, some of this seems familiar. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. Wasn't I just here like two months ago? <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. For sure. So confusion is part of the challenges of the crossroads. What else? Pressure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to make a choice. You can't yeah. sit at the crossroad. You have to do something and you know it. That's why you're at that point. Yeah. It's, it's not like you're transitioning from, you know, school to a job. You know, that's not really crossroad. That's linear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when you get to a crossroad and you, and like you when said, you've been in a job and you're like, this isn't working and now I need a whole new career. That's a big <laughs> crossroads. What, right. you know, because yep. you still have to pay the rent. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it rents sure. too damn high. <laughs> Always. Absolutely. I mean, confusion is one and then expectations from other people is one. Yeah. And then one of the things that I guess falls under confusion, but it's like, how do you filter out what you're, what, there's this thing that my friends and I have been talking about for a long time. And it's, are you really an empath, an, an empath, you yeah. know, like, are you really an empath or are you hyper diligent and have ADHD or is this right. your anxiety or is there a global pandemic going on? Yeah. So it's, it's not quite the same thing as being confused about what choice to make, but it's like untangling the spaghetti brain so yes. that you can make a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> and it always gets me. Yeah. Finding that what's your own personal true center, no matter what everyone else has to say or has ever had to say, because a lot of times we take up the messages that the messages, wants, desires, whatever pieces of story from other people in our lives. And sometimes those are great things and sometimes they're not great things. But no matter what, whether they're good or bad, they're not our own. And figuring yeah. out what is your own is so important when you want to make a good decision about which direction to go next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, finding that clarity of mind is really that's a big challenge. Sure. And there's also, I've, my personal experience has been that there's usually a certain amount of loss or grief that I feel when I'm at the crossroads, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it was that I was doing isn't working. And, mm -hmm. you know, even if I'm so done with it, there's still a grief at letting go of that, which I knew. Yep. I know do, that one. Do you think there's any anger that goes into it as well? Like, God, if I would have just chosen that other road, would I be here now? <laughs> right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right? Or like that moment when you're you're standing there like, I, I didn't ask for this stupid pandemic. I didn't ask to be let go from my job and there's no other, that's the only, the only company that has someone that does what I do. And now they're folding because of the pandemic and- you know, here I am. So there's a certain amount of anger that forces that are bigger than yourself sometimes drop you at the crossroads when you didn't even see it coming. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of, you know, when you were talking about that, a lot of people that have made some choices over the pandemic to do certain online content, mm -hmm. that this was, that was their crossroads moment. So they said, oh, we're going to do this because this is the best way out. Yeah. Maybe in a few years, they're going to be going, uh, back at a crossroads again saying, I, I can't continue this and right. this is wrong. I made a mistake and now I'm angry. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. And how do we, yeah. you know, dealing with all of those emotions and those things and getting clarity. I think clarity is the hardest part. I mean, yeah. you know, as we speak, I'm in my own set of crossroads. Candace is actually yeah. in a big crossroads. So we're sitting here and I have all of this information and ideas, but I have nothing to settle it out, nothing to give me focus. And I feel the pressure, right? So I'm not angry this time. I'm just feeling the pressure of making a choice at where I'm at in life because I can't easily recover from the yeah. choice I'm going to make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I was 30, I got time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have the time. Yeah. But when you're 30, you don't have the resources. <laughs> so. Oh, God. Again, I'll say it again. Youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> <laughs> and then along with along with that frustration, there's so much just like being freaking tired. Yes. Like the exhaustion. I keep telling my husband, I'm like, I'm doing the best I can yeah. all the freaking time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm doing good stuff, but I'm still kind of like wandering around the house looking for my phone that's in my hand because my brain is so exhausted yes. from having to make this big decision. Yes. And it's just a lot. And then even once you've made the decision, how do you find the energy to move forward? You know, that's another challenge of the crossroads is, you know, making the decision is hard enough. And then once you've done it and you know what direction you want to go, you have to find the energy to actually move. <laughs> you know? sure. So there's a ton of herbs. There's a ton of herbs that can help with all these things. I know mm -hmm. you've got some favorites. Oh yeah. Um, my current favorite, um, cause I think last time I talked about like lemon balm, which is like my life yes. herb. Oh yeah. So just, you know, like people have life tarot cards. People have yeah. life crystals. Lemon balm is my life herb forever. <laughs> yeah. An herb that has come to the forefront of my brain, just on the like spiritual spectrum of how to use herbs is whorehound because nice. you know, that's a, that's a bitter that you use when your like lymph nodes are clogged up and you yeah. feel like you're not digesting properly. But I was mm -hmm. reading in a book, gosh, who was it? Maybe I have it right here. Oh, it's the, uh, it's the master book of herbalism. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, the author was talking about how, um, herbalists of old used that as like a psychic awakening herb, kind of like third eye opening whatever's oh, yeah. up here, let's try to connect to it, herb. So I've been like putting it in everything, nice. like putting it in tea, <laughs> dressing my candles with it, putting it in oil and rubbing my whole body down. I'm like, just oh, yeah. help me make my decision. Well, but, I mean, that's, that's a perfect one because like, like you said, it's for partially for helping move the, the lymph nodes, right? So that's about yeah. moving stagnation and it's about mm -hmm. moving that which doesn't propel itself. So... Mm -hmm. You have to move other bits like in the body. You have to actually move your body to get your lymph nodes to move. Right. Mm -hmm. And digestion. It's also good for helping with digestion and digestion is about not just digesting the food that you put in your stomach, but it's also about digesting all of the experiences and the ideas and the thoughts and digesting everything and then making good use of it, sorting it out, figuring out what what's waste, what what's helpful, you know, breaking mm -hmm. it down into sizes that you can actually use. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
definitely for sure that one has been huge for me we we kind of just glossed over lemon balm what is that do for everybody. I mean, we went right into Whorehound, but you mentioned lemon balm. Oh, you know, okay. Okay. Can we can just drop an herb and then not talk about it? <laughs> I just figure everyone is tired of hearing me talk about lemon balm, but I no. will do it. It's do my it. favorite. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. Well, lemon balm, one of my favorite things about lemon balm is that they tested it on kids because it's so safe. Yeah. So yeah. like it has been clinically proven by hyper little children to be good for memory. So yeah. what they did was they um, they gave half the kids lemon balm tea and half the kids placebo or whatever. And then they let them go run around and play. And then when they came back, they did flashcards to see nice. who could retain the information and re- regurgitate is the wrong word, but who can say it back fastest. And the kids who had lemon balm did perform better. Nice. And the more that they gave the kids, because it's a really safe herb, yeah, the better they performed. Yeah. So I just really love that just in general, because if it's safe enough for kids and kids get connected to it, then why shouldn't we utilize this gift? Right. Um, yeah, that's just a biggie for me on the yeah. science side. Um, but on the spiritual side, what I love about Lemon Balm is that they used to plant it outside of Dianic temples in Greece. And because it's such a, like a, what is the word for that? But it, it, it attracts bumblebees and mm-hmm. butterflies. Yes. It's such yes. a strong pollinator that just little happy, fuzzy bumblebees would go hang out outside yeah. of Dianic temples. And it was so, um, it was so fragrant and so, um, what is the word for that? I'm like, aromatic. Yeah. That it just made everybody happy. It made yeah. everybody happy because you're smelling that lemony, minty goodness. You can concentrate yeah. on your, the spiritual practice that you're doing. And then eventually bumblebees became a symbol of the presence of Diana. Yeah. So now every time I see one, I'm like, hey, girl, what's up? Um, <laughs> lemon bomb grows all over Portland. So oh, yeah. I just I see her all the time and it makes me happy. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's become naturalized here in the Pacific Northwest area, and it's not native, but it's one of the ones that the um, native populations here, when when Europeans came and brought it and it started to you know flourish, that was one of the ones that they accepted as actually being a good herb to have come, you know, because a lot of the herbs they weren't very happy about, blackberry, yeah. for instance, you know yeah. what I mean, <laughs> but. But yeah, Melissa was one or Lemon Balm was one of the ones that's considered a good one. Yeah, I All like right. her. So Lemon Balm helps helps you pick up your energy and feel more positive. And Whorehound helps you to maybe bring some clarity, you know, mm-hmm. figure out uh, and analyze and have clarity of mind to look at all the various questions or choices you have. What other What other herbs would you suggest i really really love motherwort for crossroads moments i was hoping you would bring up motherwort i've been thinking about her all day i I should have a cup of tea but it's just it's so soothing you know it might not taste good if you don't like bitter stuff but it helps balance out that frustration the um the sadness the Mm -hmm. grief and it kind of brings you to a state of balance so that you can look at it and go, okay, I am having feelings. 
and my feelings are valid and I do not have to have a panic attack right now. Yes. Um, I can just look at it and make an informed decision with my emotions as my allies instead of trying to stuff my emotions and just like be smart about it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Motherwort is like a classic one for helping soothe anxiety, panic attacks, heart palpitations, you know, anything that's really causing your heart to be disturbed and move too fast. It's really all about getting your emotions to settle down, smooth out. The bitter is about helping them to process and bitter kind of brings your liver into onto the stage and says, Hey, you know, Let's get this, let's get this party smoothed out a little bit so we can all enjoy it. Absolutely. (laughs) The other thing that I love about motherwort, and this is completely nerdy, so it's the perfect place for us to talk about it, right? Is that like motherwort has an affinity for the heart. So like one of my favorite songs is The Heart is a Muscle by Gang of Youths. Um, And it just talks about how no matter what's happening, you have to make sure your heart is strong. Yes. You know, like your physical heart so that you're not having heart palpitations, but like your heart as an entity that can help you figure out which way to go next. Yeah. That's like the Chinese heart, the Shen. Yeah. 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 And it's also your emotional heart, which, you know, sometimes we're at the crossroads because something has changed radically that we weren't expecting. And now, you know, maybe you're breaking up or maybe you're your partner or romantic partner that you were with has said or done something that's really shaken you. Mm -hmm. And now you have to make a choice about whether to continue with that relationship or not. And, you know, the heart is really, it's integral. It's key at the crossroad. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, I love mother war as a, um, an herb for new moms too. Oh yeah. Because it's like, you're exhausted. Like this, this tiny person is continuing to take everything from you and you love it, but you're tired. And it's just so soothing in a very mom type way. Yeah. Like I hear you. I see you. It's hard. Yeah. Come have a hug. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mother word is it's exactly that. It's the great big hug from the classic mom, you know, the proverbial traditional mom who, has her feet on the ground and gets the, you know, you're going to have to figure it out yourself, but you know, you, you could use someone to just give you a hug. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. So what about dealing with the letting go part at the crossroads, letting go of the old, what is your favorite herb to help with that? Oh man. I love a good bay leaf. That's just the truth. It's so easy. Yeah. You know, you, you you put it in a broth and you kind of accept the choice that you're about to make and let it yeah. soothe you, you know, or you, you write down an intention on it and you burn it and just release it. Like I've done this, I'm going to do it. Just let it out into the universe. Oh yeah. Um, those are the two ways that I do it. And honestly, I have a huge jar over there <laughs> and I just keep it stocked all the time. It's like yes. as big as my torso because I use it. <laughs> Yeah, I love Bailey for that because it's not only is it, you know, good at helping to release the old, but it's also a celebration of that which you're letting go. I mean, there was a reason why they made wreaths of laurels to crown people um, who had like won at the Olympic Games and stuff like that. I mean, 
you know, you have had your moment on stage, we've celebrated you, and there's a bittersweetness to that. It was glorious in the moment, but now it's done. And then you take you take your laurels and you hang them up in your house somewhere, and you don't rest on them because if you do that, you'll get stuck. So you put them as you know, put yeah. them up where you can see them, maybe, and and eventually maybe burn them on the pyre. But you know, wow, I, I totally understand what that saying means now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where it came from. I didn't, you know, don't rest on your laurels. Uh, so that was worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> Something else that I really like doing, if you're at a crossroads and you're trying to like get rid of bad feelings or mm-hmm. get rid of whatever, yeah. I really like to make a really strong tea with red pepper flake. Ooh. And mop, <laughs> and mop my windows nice. and then open and let it all out. Yeah. Because, yes. you know, I mean, red pepper flake is delicious for one, but it's, it quickens everything. Yes. So if you want to, if you want to let it go and let it go quick, that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. Yes. Yes. I've heard of people, traditional people a long, 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 long time ago, <laughs> burning chili peppers <laughs> as a sage type bundle or as a smudge in their homes. And mm-hmm. I mean, homes were pretty la- airy way back then, but still, I mean, the idea of having your eyes just watering, <laughs> I like the window thing much better. That that yeah. sounds like that would be much easier, <laughs> easier yeah, on the sure. sinuses. Why, why would you give my wife another reason to spice our food and our air? <laughs> and our home, I mean, your windows. We I mean, made fig jam yesterday. It wasn't good yeah. enough. It needed to have brandy chili uh, infusion in it well, because you know. it's got to be spicy. That yeah. sounds delicious. That well, sounds so good. It might be. Yeah, it is. I don't really know good. yet. Oh, no, it is. I tasted some. It's good. Oh, yeah. Does it like tongue tingling? No. Lips fiery? No. Because this is what she does. No. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. fine. And then me and our son are like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We get mad at her because she does it all the time. She goes, well, quit doing that. You should believe me and trust me. Like, no, I don't want to burn my face off. (laughs) I like keeping things moving. Yeah. So when I come home one day and all the windows are open in the middle of winter, I know what she's going to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) Smudging the house with chili pepper. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Well, that's the thing about using spices, though, is it gets rid of not in your sinuses another way that body and spirit are intricately connected yes yes and i mean we often connect damp stagnations and and you know the mucus and all of that phlegm and those things are also connected with emotional stuff the baggage that we haven't processed haven't dealt with haven't just cleared out maybe you actually did the work you just didn't finish the job by clearing it out so chili pepper is really good for clearing it out absolutely (laughs) The other one that I use for quickening spiritual processes, I know you can't really quicken it, but, you know, helping yourself settle into it is I like to do like a little bit of cinnamon or ginger in my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I love cinnamon for that. Yeah. Are you looking for a store that specializes in herbal products for health, beauty, your home, and even magic? The realherbmarket.com is that store. 
You can choose from multiple sellers to select the best herbal products from real herbalists that care about you and your needs, all under one roof with one checkout. No need to hunt and peck for herbal products on the other marketplaces. You'll find only herbs, herbals, and herb-inspired products at the Real Herb Market. Cinnamon, cinnamon is just such a bright reminder that you can be grounded while still moving. And yes. I think that that's huge when yeah. you're at the crossroads. Yeah, especially if you feel like you've been, dare I say it this way, peppered with criticism, critique, and <laughs> pressure from other people or from everything around you. Cinnamon is a bark. It's actually the inner bark of the tree. So it's a really, really good layer to wrap yourself up in, you know, knowing that you have the protection you need to make this choice. Cinnamon is the the layer, the inner layer is also, it's part of where um, the sap and everything else is flowing, the blood of the tree, the lifeblood of the tree, essentially. So... Mm-hmm taking that into your body is also reinforcing your own lifeblood and your own ability to see true and move straight. So yeah, I like that. And ginger is awesome for grounded fire. I love that. So I love ginger. Yeah. I mean, what about cardamom? Would cardamom be crossroad herb? I guess not. It, well, I mean, I I haven't used it that way. Well, because she but, said coffee, right? I and I yeah. and I do cinnamon in my coffee, and I do cardamom in my yeah. coffee. And I was just curious if you guys had. A I've not used I've not used cardamom that way, but cardamom is often used in chais, and mm-hmm. tis the season. Yeah. So, yeah, chai or uh, cardamom is a uh, very strongly carminic, car, carminative. Yeah. Sorry, carminative herb. <laughs> so it's helping you that. It what it helps you do more on a spiritual level is that it helps you take those ideas where you you already kind of thought about it some, but you didn't really digest it to the point where it's truly useful in your life. So yeah. it's going to help you take that information that you're getting at the crossroads from everyone and everything and all the thoughts you have about this path versus that one versus the other. Mm-hmm. It help you look at all the various details, and especially if you've been at this crossroads more than once, like this is your second or third time facing this decision, and you've made it poorly apparently because you're back here again. You have mm-hmm. chosen poorly. Yeah, cardamom <laughs> would be an excellent one at that point to draw in because it'll help you break down the details to a finer level so you can really see more clearly which direction is actually the good one to take. Yeah. So you'd have to keep relearning the same lessons. Okay. If I used cardamom, I would also use eyebright. That's a good one. Because eyebright is exactly what it sounds like. And it helps you elim- yeah. <laughs> helps you eliminate the path just so maybe you can uh see things at a different level. Yeah. So that you can see further and more clearly and then cardamom can help you integrate what you're seeing, break it down, understand it, integrate it to make a better choice. Yep. Interesting. Plus cardamom does taste good in coffee. So it makes it sweet without being sweet. Yep. Yep. Nice. I like it. So once you've, cleared and gotten yourself reasonably clear about, you know, and, and you're trying to, you're picking your direction. You need to make a commitment to a direction. A lot of times a place where we can get stuck when we're at the crossroads is 
We've weighed it all out. We kind of know which direction we should go, but we're having a hard time really committing, really letting go of the other potentials. What kind of herbs do you like for that commitment moment? That is a good question. That's why she asked it. (laughs) I think that's, I mean, honestly, the the ability to commit or the, the willingness to commit is a... It's been a core theme for the last 20 or 30 years of, you know, young people moving into adulthood and then middle age. So like our generation through the millennials, we've all been having a harder time with commitment than I think our parents and grandparents did. I mean, when I listen to the stories of the elders, a lot of times they talk about these moments of indecision, not hours, days, weeks, years of indecision. You know, they mm-hmm. decided to get married and within a year they were, instead of five or eight years later, they were still thinking about being engaged. You know, yeah. we've, we've been taking a long time to make choices in our, you know, our generations are. So that point, and a lot of times we know the choice is right. I mean, how many couples have we, we all know them, the couples that have been together for, 20 years, only five of which are actually married. And you're yeah. like, well, you really were married for 20 years. You've mm-hmm. really been married for 20 years, but it took you 15 years to figure it out. That's a long time of not really being committed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think for for those types of, speaking as a millennial who has had <laughs> a lot of crossroady decisions, I'm actually the type of person that's like, okay, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to calculate it. And then I know if I don't jump, I'll never jump. So I just like hold my nose and do it. Um, But the herb that I like for being okay with whatever decision you made and kind of just like doing it is oat straw, which I know sounds weird, but oat straw is so soothing to your nervous system, you know, like it's, and it's safe. You can take it all the time, (laughs) but I like the, I like the idea of, okay, maybe we're at this crossroads and we're panicking and mother wart brought us down and we made soup, wrote wrote down our intentions on a bay leaf, all this kind of stuff. Now we just need to soothe and be okay with it. Yeah. Oat straw. It has an affinity for doing that. It just brings you back to that center. Yes. And it does have a, it does offer a lot of strength. I mean, there's a reason why we feed oats to ho- horses. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's a really very deeply nourishing. So yeah, I like that. The other one that I like for that is cedar. I just I like using cedar essential oil and burning cedar leaves and stuff, just yeah. because if they're okay with their decisions and they've been here for a gajillion years, I can be okay with one decision that I make. Yes. I can use their strength if I don't have enough strength to accept what I've done. Yeah. And there's a letting go and realizing that it feels like this decision is the most paramount. It's the end of the world if you make the wrong one. But Cedar kind of reminds you that, no, it's really not the end of the world. If you make the wrong decision, you'll you'll have another opportunity at some point to figure it out. And, you know, you can let go. You can trust. I like it for that for sure. The other one that I like for like committing and kind of accepting is, um, and I always say this wrong, so I'm glad that I'm asking you, is it mullein or malign? 
I've heard it as Mullen, Mullane, and Maline. Personally, I say Mullane a lot because it does have an I in there, E-I-N. And to me, that's Ain as in like the reigning queen of England. So that's why I call it. And also I, you know, personally do connect Mullane with reigning as Mm. in being in charge because she stands so tall and straight generally in a field of scrabble and rubble and but yet she's there and she isn't tall and straight like that because she didn't put in her time she did it took her two years to get to that point and she's very regal in so many ways even though you know she's not exactly in a rose garden so she's and she's still fuzzy yeah she's still fuzzy I like I like that rain, Mulane. Yeah. I can do that. That makes sense. But I like the um, the way that she supports our lungs because then you can yeah. just like breathe deeper about it. You can use your yeah. voice better about it because you have that support. Yeah. You know? So between how she grows and how we take in that plant essence, I think is two great ways and good reasons to use it. Yes. So yeah, I think that's a good one for recognizing which direction you're going and then being willing to say, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm committing to this motion forward. Yep. And then the last piece really at the crossroads is taking the first step, actually yeah. taking the action. Mm-hmm. Oh and gosh. That, that requires a lot of courage and a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's so many. I mean, Borage is the first one that comes to mind. And to be honest, to me, Borage is like it helps you when you arrive. It helps you throughout and it helps you when you need to start moving again. It gives you energy and courage, strength of heart. I love that. Yeah, that's the one. I don't know. I, I, I would probably have a cocktail. When I when I made the decision to move forward, <laughs> I'm like I did it. <laughs> I was gonna say make mold wine and then just do it because yeah. it's warm. It's wine. Yeah. It's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that mold wine or mold cider would be really mm-hmm. good. I make it every year around uh, Maybin Maybon. I think it's actually I read I listened to a podcast today and. The dude was like, it's pronounced Maybon. Please stop. <laughs> but I make it, I make it once a year and it's kind of just like a fountain of of mold wine. I just keep a bottle and just like make sure that it's in there. And we have friends and we laugh and we celebrate nice. each other and we push ourselves forward into the next part of the year and into the next part of our lives. And I guess cinnamon is in there. What other mm-hmm. things can we talk about? Uh, cinnamon Not usually. Yeah, I was gonna say cinnamon, cardamom, clove, ginger. Those are all often right. That makes, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. allspice. It's another one that's oftentimes in mulled wine, right? Yeah, you I know, know what? I've been, yeah, I've been super obsessed with star anise lately oh, because I read, I read in a book that yes. the reason why people believe that it is protective and like warding. So kind of that, uh, what we were talking about in the beginning of like the pressure and the outside influence mm-hmm. and needing to not have to deal with that at our crossroads. Um, star anise is like 
one of the herbs that kind of just goes out and protects you and like holds the line, so to speak. And they believe that because they believed that they came from dragon scales. All right. Protective and fire breathing, yes. and you can do this and move yes. forward. Yes, and that is also added in mold wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's excellent mold wine. You know what I've been putting all uh, star anise in is um, fermented cabbage sauerkraut. Interesting, because it it when you ferment it, if you're just doing a simple countertop fermenting, you throw a couple of you know, and you don't you know like. A half gallon size of sauerkraut. All you need is like five or six star anises. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take a lot. Are you talking like the full star anise or yeah. the pods, the seeds? The full the- po- star anise, the star, the actual star. I'm just asking. Just saying. Some recipes call for just the seed, and others call uh, for the star. I'm just asking. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it um it offers a wonderful licorice anise flavor. But it doesn't have the bitter part that like fennel seeds have. Yeah, I, I'd much rather yeah. season with star anise than fennel. So there's a sweetness to that protection. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One foot in front of the other, as they say. Yes. The two that I was thinking about personally, that when it's time and you've made your decision and you're committed and you just need enough action to propel you forward, the two that I really think about are Tulsi and Ashwagandha. Oh, yeah. Because they're both wonderfully energizing, but they're also mm-hmm. both very heart-centered herbs, yeah. you know? And they're adaptogenic in nature, so yeah. Yeah. having that, like, I'm good. Yeah. I-, I did this, and I feel good about it. Oh. Yeah. And I have the energy to now carry out my plans, dominate the world. Dominate <laughs> Oh my gosh! So if we were going to make a blend, ah, we- I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to put all of this in a blend. That would be too much. You don't want everything all at once. No, doing stages. So what is your blend for when you're just maybe just barely beginning to realize you are standing at the crossroads? Your your first first stage. What's your first blend? Well, I would want lemon balm because Diana was a strategist. Nice. I would want lemon balm. I would want motherwort because I would be panicking. (laughs) (laughs) And I would probably add a little bit of whorehound in there just to get some sort of outside help from the universe at large. And the lemon balm would temper some of the bitterness, I think. So it would be good. Yeah. Yeah, it would. It would be actually, it sounds quite nice. And then put a little honey in there. Because you also need to have a little bit of sweetness, even when you're in the midst of all of that. You have to remember the sweetness of life. Yep, yep, yep. So now you've gotten cool with the fact that you're here at the crossroads, accepted that you're letting go of the old, and you are now overwhelmed with all the new information coming in and the decisions you have to make. So that's the point, the midpoint, where... You're there and now the anxiety is starting to really kick in. And now the, you know, waves, especially the waves of you're depressed and then you're not, you're anxious, then you're not, you're having attacks, if you will, on both sides of the, of the fence. And mm-hmm. your mind is a swirling mess of which way do I go? And you feel the pressure. So what's your blend for that one, that, that part of the experience? I, I would do 
a motherwort decoction. Okay. With some sort of goodness, like a cinnamon syrup or something. And maybe some borage in there. That might be a nice point at which, even if it's just a couple of flowers. Gosh, I can, like, even just we're talking about it, I can feel myself, like, calm and ready to drink that tea. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And now we're at the point where the commitment is pretty much clear. You kind of know what you've got to do. It's just a matter of really making your final commitment and then finding the energy to take the step. What's your what's your blend for that? I would do Tulsi for the energy. Uh, Malayne for the regal yes. standing up, speaking my truth. Um, I'd throw a star anise in there for protection. Yeah, good one. I like that. That is part of what's kind of scary when you do... F- when you do when you're at the crossroads and you're ready to make that move because you are a little bit you're 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 a little raw you're i mean you're just shed a skin the new skin is just barely grown on you know you're just and then you're going to take a step and it's going to be different and the people that you know and love and may trust fully they're going to look at you and say what are you doing mm-hmm. why are you going in that direction what do you mean you want to become a sign painter? Like, mm-hmm. You studied nursing. What the heck? You know, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you promised there would never be children and you want a what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. Gosh. So I guess yeah. after the crossroads, then you have to have an herb for after. Yeah. Something and to I carry would use, you through. I would use calendula for that. Nice. How come? Rub rub a little calendula oil on your feet to stop your feet from from getting swollen after all the walking nice. and keeping everything nice and clear because it's also lymphatic and also they're just so happy. Yes. You know? Yeah, and they are closely linked with um like luxury and wealth and mm-hmm. you know, well-being and abundance, health. We love her. That's why she's around all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So this is quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of herbs to digest for the, for the listener. Well, we've got some good formulas. I'm going to put those. I know. I I wrote them down. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be in the show notes. You have to, you know, digest figuratively and literally. So you'll have to get out the cardamom. Cardamom. So how can people get a hold of you, Rhea? Oh, okay. So I... Unless you want to talk yeah. more. because No. You know. <laughs> no, she doesn't want to talk to you no, anymore. I mean, She's so done with you. <laughs> her, her reaction was like, oh, we're done? <laughs> it's just so fun to sit and talk about it this way because a it lot is. of people that I know are either not into the science part or not into the spirituality part. And so it's always yeah. nice to, you know, get grooving in the way that we were. It is. Um, it's fun to meet people that get that, that ability to look at it from both directions, from see both perspectives. It's a foot in both worlds. Mm-hmm. And a lot of herbalists choose one world or the other, but not both. And are only vaguely aware of the other world. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I like it because whenever you're standing at the crossroads and you have mm-hmm. to choose with this way or that, you can have a friend that is able to bounce ideas. Exactly. And I think it's yes. Um, but yeah, so at the beginning of the episode, um, they, you guys talked about my business, which is the Persistent Pestle. Yes. And I live in Portland. So PDX Pestle yeah. is, you can find me PDX Pestle everywhere. <laughs> so my website, that's my Instagram. That's my Twitter. Don't go follow my Twitter. Um, <laughs> that's my well, I, I didn't want to until you told me I couldn't. <laughs> it's just, there's, I, yeah, my, my Twitter place is where I go to dissect all of my thought patterns. And so it might not be as fun to read as all of my stuff that's well polished. <laughs> oh, we get a we get we get a shadow account for that. Yeah. <laughs> not our business name account on that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm PDX Pestel everywhere. Um if you want to be a part of like my little hub of green witchery goodness. I have a Patreon account and that's um, patreon.com backslash of the hearth. But that's where I'm at. Okay. So with that, put an herb on it. it. Did did we lose you? Nope. I'm here. So did we get her? Yeah. Yeah. Did she say it? We're so loud. Maybe. Maybe you could be less loud. Okay. We do it again and I'll just go. So as always, put an herb on it. it. There we go. Uh, (laughs) I didn't say anything. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Rhea. Thank you. Thank you, guys. This was so fun. It was. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.